All right, uh, why we chose EXP listeners. Uh, this is Kevin Kaufman back, and today I'm joined by my friend Elizabeth Austin. Elizabeth, uh, powered by the Good Home Team and EXP Realty in the Dallas Fort Worth area. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. So, obviously, we go way back. We were uh, worked together at a different brokerage before at Keller Williams in the past, and you guys, the Good Home Team, just recently made the move finally to EXP Realty, and so I'm so excited to have you guys here at EXP Realty. Um, I gotta know, like, what what was with the change? You guys were at KW for a long time. Yeah, we were, and let me tell you, I feel your finally comment there. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we have actually. I'm on a team that has been in business for about 12 years now, and I've been with that team for almost four full years that'll be four in october and we've all only ever been at keller williams for our entire career so when people found out they were pretty shocked um that we made the move and um what's funny is people were shocked because they said we thought you were so kellerized that disgusted me a little bit and not because kw's bad or anything like that but i'm like we think for ourselves, you know, like the way that they said that just made me think like we personally have our own thoughts regardless of what brand we're at. I don't know. So rant about that. But, um, of course from other EXP agents, we were, we were getting calls, um, and people, the brand started to get bigger here in the DFW area. So, um, something we had been looking at for a while, but we made the move because of opportunity, honestly. So we're a team at Keller Williams there from our experience and our conversations, there really was an opportunity for everyone on the team. There was opportunity for the rainmaker of the team. Um, You have more within Keller Williams. Maybe that's investment opportunities, owning a market center, whatever that looks like, not opportunities like being a team leader where I'm taking on another job. That's a salaried position that you can fire me for when I don't hit my recruitment numbers. Um, So, true wealth building opportunities within the organization, they weren't actually presented to everyone. And I think one of the things that the team leader, Nick Good, kind of came around to was, if I don't want to lose my people who are here running this team every single day, then I've got to make sure that there's opportunities and ways for them to thrive. Um, So I think that was probably one of the biggest things that, really made the decision and the model makes sense when you actually look at it and don't just like exp i don't want to hear anything you're just a recruiter (laughs) um and 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 i get that response though because we shut people down for a year and a half so i get it yeah me too. So yeah, we did the same thing. I mean, almost everybody does, but like eventually you, again, you have to stop and think for yourself, right? It's that whole thing. Um, you, you, whether you're looking at a brokerage or, or anything else. Uh, and I'll tell you what was, what I find really similar is the same thing. Fred and I knew that we had a lot of opportunities. We always had opportunities. We had them at KW. We didn't like, we didn't necessarily like those opportunities. They were there, but they weren't there for everyone else within our organization. And one of the things that absolutely stood out to me about EXP was there was a lot of opportunities for anybody and everybody on our team, whether they have been with us for a month or for 10 years, didn't matter. There was basically the same opportunity. 
uh, and we could provide that equally to everybody. And for me, that was a really big deal. And I love that that was part of the decision. Obviously, I, I know your partner. I know Nick. I don't, I don't know Austin, but I know Nick. Um, and I've no, you know, known him for a number of years, just kind of through the KW world and stuff where we connected. And, you know, he's a good guy. And we talked about it for at length multiple times over the last year. And at the end of the day, I think anytime you are in business with good people like yourself, um, and the way you probably feel about Nick is you want Nick and Austin to constantly be in the way of opportunity as well. And I know that they want that for you and for everybody else in your organization. That, that's a really cool thing that EXP offers everybody, not just like the chosen few. Here's, and I like that you said that with kind of the chosen few too, because here's the thing is uh, one of my frustrations looking in and looking at this opportunity, because I do have such a good relationship with Nick and Austin, and I am such an integral part of that business that if sometimes there's a way where maybe KW was presenting opportunity to them, but not to me, there may be a way that they can still have like presented that opportunity to me in whatever way they could offer it. So there could still be other ways to win. Like trickle down. Yes, a little bit. Not as great, but like there could be ways for them to make that enticing and still maybe spin it in a, not just spin it away, but actually let it make sense. But um, the biggest thing that I noticed was it was, this is what I actually said to Nick when we're kind of toying with this decision is, and by the way, I'm honest to a fault, so you're going to get it all that's in the why, podcast. That's why we're friends. I know. Um, was It was like asking to play. It was waiting to play on the playground with everyone else, even if with me asking to play, it's still like, hey, go pony up $50,000 to play. You still have to pay to play. I'm still waiting for someone to grant me the opportunity to, to, opportunity to do so rather than taking it into my own hands and being in control of that. Now if I want to build opportunity, wealth, more income, whatever that looks like, it's all within my grasp to do so. Also, something that I personally love and I'm really passionate about is a little like with KW, sometimes it's not always, and this is actually could be any brokerage, it's not always the top producers that are truly being awarded the opportunity. It's the rah, rah, I'm going to bleed red till the day I die not the person who may be bringing in the most business, the most people over, the most money for the company. Yeah, it helps to have a certain last names, uh, you know, when you've got like the lineage there uh, or the rah-rah stuff because you're willing to say what, what the political statement from stage, um, yeah. and, you know, whether you, it's through maps or, or whatever. And it, again, not shitting on KW, they're like, they've done, they brought us a lot of both, all of us, right? A lot of great things, but um, it's also a system that we didn't want to play in. I'll tell you, you just said something that sparked me, uh, sparked the thought. There, there's a gentleman, you, you may know him, his name is Brent Gove. And Brent said something like, said something to me about a year ago. The cool thing about EXP is, unlike other opportunities that are where you can grow really big businesses um, and you've got to write a check for it, like that's a capital risk. You don't, nobody has to make a capital risk, but you do have to make an ego risk. You have to be willing to go, I'm going to go to that cast that, that it's like the island of misfit toys, right? The island of misfit realtors. I'm going to go to EXP and I'm going to now put my ego and my reputation on the line and go do it. You, you do have to risk that because there is a lot of peer pressure. For you to fail. Everyone's oh, totally. waiting for your sales to go down and they're waiting for you to not recruit a single person over. They're hoping to stop just plummets, like everything. But I love what you said, and I'll have to give Nick all credit on this, but because this 
and maybe he got it from a book, maybe he got it himself. But one of the things that's really important to us and our team is building wealth. So this isn't technically building wealth, but if we look at building wealth in a rental property, you have to go put 20% down and maybe the average yearly return you're getting right now is $3,000, $2,500, especially if you're here in DFW where um, the margins right now, the market's too high, you're not just getting all these score of rental properties. So here's the thing is we have a lot of agents on our team who have that mindset, who want more income coming in, but maybe they don't have that capital to even go risk, to go put 20% down. You know what all of us do have to some capacity is time. And now it just takes time to meet with people and talk to them. But if you do have a capper come in and you're building your business and your network, you are essentially getting yourself that same yearly output that a rental property is right now. Yes. Yes. Like I was, I was talking to one of our, she's our top agent. Uh, she has been for years named Stephanie. We're talking about her goals for the year last year. And you know, she was like, you know, she just paid off all of her, all of her debt. And she was like, they were look, her and her husband really looking forward to like, okay, what's the next goal? I'm like, tell me about it. So it's like buy a rental property. So we start walking her through a like, great. And so how much is that? So how much do you hope to make from that? Well, so we did the numbers. Okay, great. So now how much, how much, what kind of down payment do you need to buy that house that can bring in that type of rent that'll have, give you that kind of cash flow? And don't get me wrong. I love, I love rental real estate. I think everybody should own it who can and who, whoever has a stomach for it. Um, it's maybe not for everybody, but when you look at the return, genuinely a capping agent is at least in the Phoenix market, which is similar to DFW, like a capping agent actually is going to cash, it's going to cash flow the same amount over the course of a year as a most rental properties will in the Phoenix area. Yeah, you're so right. And you're right. Y'all's market is similar. I actually, side note, I have a Phoenix agent who reaches out to me every six months or so. I wish I could remember his name and he says, what's going on in DFW? Because he's learned that Phoenix trails behind DFW about eight to nine months or so and what's happening in the market. So he'll ask me what I'm experiencing so he can start to prepare for what's going to happen in Phoenix. That's funny. You'll have to, next time he reaches out to you, you have to let me know. So, all right, so here we are. It's basically a little more than halfway through 2019. Um, obviously, you're excited about the move to EXP. It's still fresh for you, fresher. Um, what's on the horizon for you over the next, like, five months and as we hit it, uh, 2020? So, I mean, honestly, first and foremost is a focus on continuing to sell houses. Wait a second. No, no, no. Real estate agents, EXP, EXP agents don't do that. No. Okay, funny story. The day we announced that we were going to EXP, I was scheduling showings, and I, in the same city, there was a home on the same street name, but the totally wrong home, and I scheduled the wrong property, and I called the agent, and he was like, oh, Elizabeth, you just went to EXP, and I was like, that's great, I'll tell you all about it later, but right now I need to get into your property ASAP, because I scheduled the wrong one, and I told him, I said, oh no, I said, people aren't going to think People are going to think I don't know how to schedule showings anymore because I went to EXP. Um, but funny. yeah, we intend to be EXP agents just like you that continue to sell the same amount of homes, but actually more. The goal to continue to increase how much we sell year over year is not going anywhere. And we've got great opportunity within you know some of the network that we have now to get more tools in our tool belt so that we can actually continue to increase those units and that volume. Um, so that's First and foremost, honestly, is how do we continue to sell more homes? Some of it may come a little out of spite to just be like, haha, like our business is not going to go down because it's us, because it's within us anyway, regardless of what brokerage we're at, what we're doing to get homes sold. Yep. Um, 
but it really is exciting. Of course, I don't, I want to figure out like a different way to go about it sometimes for getting people over and showing them the opportunity because we do know that there have been plenty who there's a reason sometimes the company's got the name it does. And it's because some people have gone about how to show the opportunity in a bad way. Totally. And so I want to, we have a lot of people asking questions because of, you know, the size of our team and what we do in our area. And I want to be able to show them the opportunity in a way that doesn't seem so like maybe disarm them a little bit because once you see it, you really can't unsee it. And I fully understand where they're coming from, from being closed off to it just because of name or what's being said by those who aren't at the company, what's being said by those at their companies who want to keep them there. And I mean, I'm happy to even have a platform like this because this wasn't a quick or easy decision for us to make. It was something that Nick probably evaluated for about a year and a half. I probably evaluated for about eight months or so before we made the move. And I think it's important for people to know that we actually made the move in December and then we ended for a whole week and then we kind of got, um, can incentivized to, to, to go back to stay. And we did, but you know what? That incentive was not greater than this opportunity. And when the opportunity speaks and wins, look where we are just five, six months later, we're back here and I'm so excited, like more than ever. So I'm excited to show people the real opportunity and not maybe the propaganda that's being spread out there about it. Yeah, you know, it, it, and I would agree. Some of it is well-deserved. Um, some of our people that have come before us, it's not knowing what to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's there's terrible agents everywhere at every at every company. There's great agents at every company, um, and EXP is certainly not not immune to either one of those. Um, but the reality is, is this is a this is an amazing brokerage. The brokerage model. Forget about revenue share. Forget about stocks. The brokerage model itself is a really good model. I really love it. Um, yeah. And when you add in some of the bonus stuff on top of it, it's it's like you said, you can't unsee it. And so it's, uh, I'm glad that you're here. I love the collaboration that this company brings. Uh, it's, it's something that you just have never experienced in my real estate career ever. We're already seeing that. I mean, we're three weeks in, two weeks in, like it's not been that long since we've actually officially made the switch. And I mean, the people who've already reached out and the opportunities just to collaborate with people within the company has already been phenomenal. That's awesome. Well, okay, so we're going to wind this down. Uh, there's going to be someone listening to this, Elizabeth, there, and they're, they're not an EXP agent. Maybe they're new into real estate or they're at a Keller Williams or a Remax or who knows, whatever, you know, maybe a local independent brokerage, but they're, maybe they're, they're trying to do their due diligence. What are the one or two, thing, one or two things you think that that person should know? Um, so first of all, I think, the network that you choose to align yourself with is incredibly important because even more than the brand backing you, it's the network and those people and what kind of support you're going to get. It's kind of like if you were looking to join a real estate team, but now you don't always have to join a team, which is great. Yeah. Um, so you can be, you can have the same, you don't have to split necessarily your income or anything like that. You don't have to fit a specific model. So I think go look at the people that you want what kind of goal are you looking to get out of this? Because if it's to sit here and to get started in real estate or if it's to sell more homes, 
Look at then who's directly your upliner and your network who you can learn from and what resources they're able to provide to you too because that's really huge. What tools are you getting? Um, I think that's probably my number one advice. Um, and then, I mean, I think you just have to be really open to the opportunity and objective when you're truly comparing it to other brokerages out there and really look at an actual apples to apples comparison, what you're getting, what's the opportunity. I mean, once you start selling enough homes, in the industry, we're all taught and coached that we are business owners, as we are and should be. So if we're truly a business owner, we should be looking for opportunities from a business logical standpoint where there is the most opportunity for your business, your organization, your team members, income, everything, profit. So. All, right. all that good stuff. I think that's great advice. And so, um, Elizabeth, some, if someone's listening to this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Is that like social media or is there an email address? Like what's the best way for someone to reach out to you? Yeah, I'm really big on social media. I'm constantly on there. So on Instagram, it's the Elizabeth Austin. I know that sounds really like bougie, but my just name was taken. So I had to do it. Um, on Facebook, it's Elizabeth Austin. Um, or you can email me Elizabeth at goodshomes.com and it is for real double plural. So goods, homes, good don't we sound guys? I swear we sell 200 plus homes every year. Like we're legit. They do. I, I can attest to that. And as much as I like Elizabeth, I love to give Nick a hard time. And so, uh, but I'll, I'll save the ribbon for later in person. From you and Fred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's, Nick's a good guy. If you like, if you know him, you love him. So, uh, <laughs> He's, he's so – there's so many things I want to say right now. So I'm going to end the show before I say anything really bad that gets recorded and that he could ever use against me. Um, but, Elizabeth, like, officially welcome to EXP. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast here and sharing a little bit of your story. And, guys, reach out to her if you're curious why Elizabeth and her team made the move, you're curious about real estate in DFW area, whatever the case is. Like, I can tell you I have the opportunity to spend a lot of time with Elizabeth over the last couple of years. She's a monster in every good way possible and a great resource. So please reach out to her. Do not hesitate. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks, Kevin. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. For more information on eXp Realty and to learn how to partner with Kevin and Fred at eXp Realty, please visit kevinandfred.com slash eXp. Create yourself a great day.